Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now, here's a little secret with what I do at the Rod Peterson Show. I've made a career of it. I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me, but when you watch my show, I just want you to feel something. How about that? Whether you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're proud, I just want you to feel something. Because a lot of times you'll read a column or watch a show and say, eh. That's never been the hallmark of what I do. I want to make you think. I want to make you feel something. And it's worked. And if you don't agree with me, I'll be fine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the RP Show. And as we learned yesterday, Atlanta's NHL talk show right here on WQEE and Game Plus Television. RP here. And you recognize the face. You asked for, you know her, you love her, Serena Taylor, our hockey analyst joining us in place of Moose DuPont, who will be with us coming up in Hour 2 today, along with Florida Panthers television color commentator Randy Moeller. He'll be with us a little later on in Hour 1. And the host of the Mark Cast, the popular XFL, USFL podcast, Reed Johnson, is going to join us from Seattle. So I hope you're all ready. Are you, Serena, to talk hockey? I'm always ready. That's what we do every day. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. She said, what are we going to talk about on the air? I said, well, we talk about every day. There's just going to be a camera this time and microphones. But before we go any further, I did talk to some friends of mine today. And I said uh, that Serena was going to be on the program. Do you have any questions? And they came with some. So she's going to be with us for the first 40 minutes of the program today on Game Plus, WQEE, iHeartRadio, and YouTube Live. So you got 40 minutes to get your NHL and any other hockey-related questions in for her and me. And uh, that's about it. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And we'll go. And we'll start this fun thing that we call the warm-up right now. There was only three games in the NHL on Wednesday night, so it's very easy to debate. I'm going to start with what happened in Winnipeg. Marc-Andre Fleury made 46 saves, and the Minnesota Wild extended their point streak to 11 games with a 4-2 victory over the Jets. The Wild are 9-0-2 in their last 11. Fleury has won his last four starts. As for the Jets, Logan Stanley and Nino Niederreiter scored, but they've only won two of their last 11, and Connor Hellebuck stopped 19 shots. Just hang on. There were two other games. JT Miller in Vancouver scored his second goal of the game 20 seconds into overtime to give Vancouver a 3-2 win over for Anaheim. That's a friends and family game. Only friends and family cared. Same as in Detroit, Dominic Kubalik scored the go-ahead goal with 4.07 to go, and Detroit snapped a six-game skid with a 4-3 win over Chicago. So, just the three games. Our next point will be appetizers, and that's tonight's games, but Serena, for the sake of leftovers today, Winnipeg Jets fans (laughs) riddled with anxiety, and at some point, I, I gotta say, it's okay to panic. It's time to panic. I think what really scarred them was two years ago when they had such a hot streak going into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Now they're terrified because they don't really know what's going to happen. And actually, neither do we. I think Niederreier was such a great pickup for them, though. Well, the the commentary today, the vaunted Rod Peterson commentary, which airs on Sask Radio and LTD Radio. Now you can read it at rodpeterson.com. I said this 
ending of the regular season has more drama than the series Dynasty and Dallas combined. And as you reminded me, you're not old enough to have watched those series, but you get drama. And look at the Jets all year long. They're scoffing. They're fans, not the Jets themselves, but scoffing at Paul Maurice, looking down on everybody. What a time to tank. Like, can you legitimately see them turning this around or not? They're running out of time. I don't think so, based on the fact that Winnipeg doesn't, they're not the team that has it in them to turn it around. They never have. Once they start faltering, it seems to just go downhill and there's just no turning back for them. Uh, absolutely. So I want to hear from the Winnipeg Jets fans with how um, concerned you are. I see John Ohm has checked in. Ohm, he says the fans were actually booing the team last night in Jetville. Uh, John, I was following your social media. Just, I was riddled with anxiety for you, bro. I saw that you got moved to the center ice. You were watching the game from center ice. Um, uh, hey, by the way, we do have NFL coming up. Believe it or not, I'm going to get your thoughts on that. I didn't tell you that I was going to bring it up, but I know that you have an opinion. Um, but here's the thing. When I say the drama, there's the Jets, but there's the Flames. Was it last week or two weeks ago on this show that you said you're not, you're not counting them out? The Flames? Yeah. I never do. You <laughs> always have to watch your worst enemy. You never know, especially as an Oilers fan, being in the same conference. You never know what those guys are going to do. I, you, how can you count out a, a Sutter as a coach? You just can't. Yeah, but I would, I would like to say that it's because they're a, they're a good team. Are they not? They have the ability. They have the talent. They just haven't been able to put the pieces together the entire year. I'm not, I honestly, my gut's telling me they're not going anywhere. Well, uh, we talked about earlier this week, the analytics have come out. The Flames have a 25% chance of making the playoffs. And I'm not sure whether that's even to be believed or not. But as long as there's a chance, you got to keep swinging. And the Calgary Flames have the Anaheim Ducks in there tomorrow night. Uh, I guess we can move forth again. I said to send questions, and they've sent the questions. So from Jeff, he wants to know. i got to look it up here on my personal phone. But he wants to know how you – the two-part question. How you see the NHL's Eastern Conference shaking down? Take that for how you will. And can the Boston Bruins be beaten in a seven-game series? Or who could beat them? That's a great question. I kind of view the Bruins like I viewed the Avalanche last year at this time. Anybody can be beaten in a seven-game series, but I think Boston has just been so strong. Granted, they could lose out in the first round, which is a lot of times what happens. I don't see that happening with these Boston Bruins, though. What's going to happen outside of that? We might see some random upsets. And it's hard to say upsets because you have teams like Tampa who aren't in the top mm -hmm. of the league like they usually are. So if they win a series, technically it might be considered an upset as far as that goes. But I, nothing surprises me with Tampa. They usually pull something out and win. As far as the rest of the East, it's up in the air, just like it usually is every year. You never know what's going to happen. Well, I'm looking up these NHL standings. I'm obviously on the score app every day, and I don't know when. Maybe somebody can tell me when it is that the score starts putting the potential playoff matchups up. When they haven't even done that yet, and I see the Flames have 17 games left, and I think the Jets do too. That's a lot of hockey, Serena. Like, that's yeah. a lot still left to be played out here. It's a little different than baseball, where if you lose a game, you lose a game in the standing. You lose a half a game in the standings. So it's a little different in hockey, because if you lose, you don't lose anything. You can gain, 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 though, if you keep winning. It doesn't really pertain to you what your opponents do. It can get a little deeper in baseball this further out than it does in hockey. Tell your friends, start spreading the news. The RP Show's live. We're on the air. YouTube live right now. WQEE, Game Plus TV, and iHeartRadio. Just to finish off Jeff's question, he said, how do you see the East playing out? And with regards to the regular season here, this is mind-blowing. The Islanders and Penguins have the two wild-card spots, but three points back Florida, five points back Ottawa, Buffalo, and Washington. Do you see that holding or somebody dropping out and somebody jumping in? Again, it's hard to say because if we look at it like this, if we were talking six months ago, would you have seen the Islanders in this position? Probably not. 
Last year, when I was on the show, we were talking about the fact that the league is pretty, these are the good teams, they're really, really good, and the rest are really bad. This year, it's kind of flipped. You have those teams that you weren't expecting to be in the running that all of a sudden are sitting in a playoff spot and that are doing really well. So there's a chance, I guess, that we could see the Panthers squeak it out. Who knows, maybe the Islanders will drop out, but... They've been having a great year. Um, so there are some of the questions from our audience. Shoot them in now, 902-518-3033. We are Atlanta's NHL show. I really like that, by the way. You beamed ear to ear when I said that. This <laughs> was somebody's NHL show. Yeah, I was like, we could be the NHL show all day. Yeah, South Florida's too, I think. Um, I'm going to move on to tonight's games. And by the way, we've got Serena for 40 minutes, the first two segments. We're going to get to World Baseball Classic. Tom Brady to the Dolphins, maybe. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, maybe. Maybe some WHL stuff, too. BW in Edmonton wants to know who we think is the dark horse to take out Boston. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I don't know if there's an answer to that. I guess it depends on who ends up winning in the first round. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't see anybody beating them, but you never know. I'm laughing because I would say the team with the best goaltender would have that chance, and that would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. But you, I believe it's the Tampa Bay Lightning, but you absolutely, with a passion, hate the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's, it's not yeah. Flames hate, but it's up there. Yeah, I don't Why? Like Why? I honestly think it's from living in warm climates for so long. I've been in the U.S. and I've only lived in warm climates, Southern California, South Florida for 15 years. And it's a different fan base. They don't get it. They're like, oh, we're big hockey fans. I'm like, but really, who has the record for the fastest three goals in NHL history? Bill Mazienko. Right. They're like, well, how would I know that? I think it's just, <laughs> it's different because it's almost like, we're such purists in Canada and you don't realize it till you get out. And I know Rod and I have had this conversation before. He's like, now I see what you've been saying. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. It's just different. I don't despise the Tampa Bay Lightning because I do like a lot of their players. I love Steve Stamkos. He's awesome. But I've had a gut full of it, if that makes sense. Janet, the Four Seasons says, I hate the Lightning as well. Just so you know. I think you might know, Jen. John uh, Ohm in Winnipeg says Colorado could take out Boston. Sure, but that's not until the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Swerve in Calgary says the New Jersey Devils, and that's a possibility too. Do you ever remember? And my guy, Jeff, the hotel magnate, says this is the greatest end of the regular season ever with potentially the best playoffs ever. And we, we do say every year it's the best playoffs ever. But you got legit six teams that could I could see win the Stanley Cup in the, in the East alone. Yeah, but I, yes, based on their track record. But I think it's like that every year. Yeah. Like, I think that most people underestimated Colorado heading into the playoffs last year. Last year was an interesting playoffs because of a lot of the picks didn't win. And this year, it's easy to say, oh, Boston's got the best record and whatever. And somebody might take them out. Maybe, like I said at the start, it's too hard to say. I'm not that person that picks. Like last year, Rod's like, pick your Stanley Cup favorites. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I can't. I'm always wrong until we're getting Your dad's right, though, most My dad's times. always right. Yeah. He Maybe we should ask it. Phil. We should ask think? Phil. He's a Bruins fan, so we know where that's going. There you go. Uh, I'm going to skip forward for a second. Leanne writes in. Well, we got a lot of females watching today. Maybe it's because of you. She says, who cares about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers anymore? I wish they would just go both into the dark room permanently. People can't let go. Look, I wanted to have some fun with this, and I had it as my fifth point, but I'm going to move it up in the order. We're all out of order here. The poll question is this, if you're following any of the NFL news for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, what do you think has the best chance of happening, if I've worded that right? Aaron Rodgers being traded to the New York Jets. Tom Brady signing with the Miami Dolphins, which they're talking about now. Number three, both happening or neither happening? And leading the poll so far, running away with it, is Aaron Rodgers being dealt to the New York Jets. But I, the reason I said to you, Serena, that I was going to bring this up. This morning I was listening to Miami Sports Radio. They're talking about Tom Brady to the Dolphins. You've been here longer than me. They, they, they're not giving up on it. And it's like, I feel like it's the guy trying to wear the girl down. 
You know what I mean? Like eventually it, I, it, it happens. But I don't think that's a sustainable relationship. If you got to wear her down, right, to go out with you or whatever. <laughs> that's an interesting perspective. Do you see the parallel? Absolutely. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have thought of it like that, being a female, but... I guess maybe Rod has some experience. It's a common thing with guys. It's like, I'm trying to wear her down. And his friends are, oh, good for you. Good luck. That's what the Dolphins are trying to do with Tom. Wear him down, I believe. The, is it the Dolphins or is it social media? Because let's be honest, this is a different world than it was when Tom Brady first started playing football. No, I think it's the Dolphins because their general, their owner served a half-season suspension this year for tampering and trying to get Tom Brady out of Tampa Bay, get him to retire and then unretire and sign him with the Dolphins. So it's the Dolphins, it's the fans. That's my point. Could you see it happening? He's got a house here. Everybody knows he's got a house here. I mean, he's starting to turn into like the Mario Lemieux. I'm going to retire. I'm going to unretire. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. It's like people are tired of him crying wolf at this point. There's a lot of people that want him to come back. Yeah. Personally, personally, I think he's got a little too much class to turn around and come back now. What about his video on the beach? Do you want to talk about that when he announced his <laughs> retirement? You got a kick out of that. I did. I thought that was hysterical. It's just he's he's just he's tom brady he can do whatever he wants but i really don't think he's gonna come back um carlos in indianapolis says i don't see either one happening so you can vote for neither carlos and that's cool he says are the dolphins a good fit for tom brady at this stage it's all about money and he is 45 when he play if he plays this year he'll be 46 and listen dude when you get a little older in life you have considerations yes he's now divorced Yes, he's got multiple children that are going to school in Miami. I don't think he wants to go. He wouldn't go to Vegas. He wouldn't go back to New England. Miami is the place, and not everybody's confident that Tua Tunga Viola can finish the season. He hasn't yet because of his health situation. So it's like if we can get Tom at a good price and he can drop his kids off at school every day and pick them up, it's great for everybody. You laugh. That could happen. It's with, like we talked about the other day. It's like me or him or whoever if you got a job opportunity in the middle of ohio you have the opportunity to say no people really bag on these athletes because they're like well how could they not one like i don't understand it's like well they also have families to think about and that could probably pay play a part of it but i don't know i see tom brady going into broadcasting and maybe getting into a front office somewhere but i don't see him playing again my vote is for neither Yours? Yeah, same. Neither. Yeah. So anyways, you got 24 hours to vote on that. But leading the way is Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. When we come back, World Baseball Classic. There's news with the Moose Jaw Warriors and the suspension of four players that we're going to get into. And more on tonight's games. We haven't talked about the orders at the Bruins yet. It is part of a 369-11 game slate tonight. We are Atlanta's NHL show. And everybody else is too on Game Plus Television, iHeartRadio, YouTube Live, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Winding up our time in South Florida, heading to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. Calgary's entertainment destination, and we've got lined up already Monday, Jamie McCown, two-time Stanley Cup champion, is going to be joining us live at Gray Eagle next Friday. We'll be the defensive coordinator of the Calgary Stampeders, Brent Munson, and we were working on Brett the Hitman Hart, but his people tell me that he's in Hawaii. But we're hoping that somewhere down the line he'll be joining us. I know you love the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, and you love that buffet. It, the buffet is the greatest. I love that place. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to get back to Calgary. Uh, so, by the way, before we jump back into the show topics here, Perry Shockey is watching in Lethbridge on Game Plus Television, where we're very big all across Alberta on Game Plus TV. He says the Regina Pats, 1997-98, incidentally, he was the coach. He goes, are deeper than the 1996-97 Lethbridge Hurricanes. He says, perfect example of how injuries can dictate we were better than both Brandon and Swift Curtin, I believe, could have taken Portland out that year for the Memorial Cup. We did have a good time at the Memorial Cup, though. Yes, we did, shocks. We went to Mike Babcock's house in Spokane. I'll never forget it. Uh, his wife cooked the supper. It was great. But we got to get over these things, shocks. But it is true. Injuries do dictate, right? That, that's the sad thing. And, and every sport, well, I often say in football, the team, it's the best team, but also the healthiest team. That's usually the thing. You're right, especially in football, because there's such a small percentage if you have that many games lost, because there's not as many games as there is in baseball or hockey or whatever. It makes a big difference. You have to win them all. Wilf is watching in Steinbeck, Manitoba on Game Plus, and he says, Hi, Rod, it will take a minor miracle for the Jets to make the playoffs. No Dubois, no playoffs. Yeah, well, how about this? I mean, I read you the quote from Dean Evison, the wild coach, after the game last night. Minnesota wins in Winnipeg 4-2, and he goes, our goalie won us the, same, uh, won us the game. 46 saves, I think, by Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, like, do you, if the Jets don't make it, and here's a Jets fan saying they won't, who are we saying gets in? It's got to be Calgary. Do you see this playing out that way? Potentially, yeah. I, I don't have a good answer. Because I'm not hey, don't sure what's going to happen. you have a feeling? Happen. I feel the Flames will get in before the Jets How do. about that? Woo! That How about painful. that? Well, it would kind of be nice to go to Calgary and uh, have a Flames playoff run to talk about. I will, I will be honest with you about that. By the way, Randy Moeller coming up, Florida Panthers television color commentator. He's a good one, He's isn't he? He's the best. And Reed Johnson from the XFL Mark Cast. Regarding Tom Brady signing with the Dolphins or elsewhere, Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York, writes in and he says, Fox Sports gave Tom Brady 235 million reasons to retire. 
But ultimately, it's up to Brady on what he's going to do next. It's not about the money, I don't think, at this point for Tom Edward Brady. I think he's fine. Not looking for his next meal. It's whether he wants to keep playing football or not. Yeah, regardless of what his alimony equates to, that guy's always been football first. He's always just wanted to play the game. You don't put your body through what he's put his body through in order to prepare. He eats perfectly. He trains resistance training outside of football so that he, that's why he's been able to play for so long. It's not a fluke. He put in an effort and he took care of his body. You don't do that 24 hours a day, 365 days a year if you don't love the game. Comment has come in from Jen from the Four Seasons and I'll allow it because I love her and it's regarding God's team, the Regina Pats, uh, their game last night. The Pats lost 3-2 at home to the Edmonton Oil Kings in the Brand Center and she says, she writes in, she said the officiating was brutal last night at the Pats game. End of the game, a player put his hand over the puck. Puck goes in and no goal. Listen. Oh no. We had a little, Spicy. We had a little talk about this because our crew on this show works the production crew at the Pats game. That my guys were all there. And they're as mad as a wet hen, to use my mom's term, just like you are, Jen. But here's my thing. The Edmonton Oil Kings are the worst team in the country. So if you got to wait until the last point seven seconds left or whatever it was to decide a game, that's your problem. I, I don't have time for the officiating argument. Listen, I get it. When your team gets screwed, you're upset, but I don't have a dog in the fight. Now, but my, was there a beef in Minnesota the other night on that wild flames offside? There, there was because I know you didn't really see it perfectly, but I watched it several times. And basically the rule was that he didn't have possession of the puck on his stick. My whole thing is that I feel like they should just go back to the feet and the blue line. His feet were a foot and a half on the other side of the blue line, crossed the blue line, and the puck was on his stick on the blue line. And they're ruling that he didn't have control of the puck which is the rule, but they call it so back and forth all the time that why not go with something consistent? Why have something that's like, well, like my dad's like, they couldn't even see the puck on his stick. So why would you call that? I just, again, it's a Gary Bettman rule and it's dumb. Television and high definition cameras have really made living room officiating uh, a lot better. <laughs> I am an ordained hockey official. I have my certification. And I would just say TV and HD cameras have really screwed up the game. I like to scrap it all and go back to the old rules. But we can't. It still comes down to humans, and humans make mistakes. That's all I have to say about that. Moving on, uh, only point three. Details are still scarce surrounding what led to the indefinite suspension. I'm reading this from CBC. The indefinite suspension of four Moose Jaw Warriors hockey players last month, but the Edmonton Police Service has confirmed that it believes the incident was not criminal in nature. Scott Patterson, Edmonton Police Service media relations advisor, said, quote, as such, we have no further comment. I read you comments from fans when it happened. I read you comments from fans today, and people are just riddled with curiosity wanting to know what happened and when the police come out and say there was no criminal activity involved in this suspension i don't think anybody has the right to know i'm i firmly feel that way but what's your take on that there's a difference between it being your right to know that and a privilege to know that stuff it's nobody's business it's not you don't have a right to know what happened. I don't care what side you think, you don't have a right to know what happened. There's no criminal intent. It's gone, it's done. It was hearsay. Like, would you want your kid blasted all over the news or social media for something they didn't do wrong? Keep your nose out of it, period. It's not your business. We'll see if that's enough for people. It won't be. It won't be. <laughs> it's been proven that people need answers. They demand answers. Again, it's not your business to know what happened. And even if they did break the law, guess what? It's still not your business. That's fair, too. But they did not. And from my knowledge of the situation, league rules were broken, period. That's what's led to the suspension, period but no criminal involvement. And uh, that is going to have to be enough for people. 
Um, we should mention, I mean, your background, yes, you were the first ever female major junior hockey broadcaster in Canada, but you covered a lot of news too, right? Did I ever? Yeah. And people don't care as much unless there's an athlete or a politician involved. If the average person does something on the street that makes the news, eh, well, people want to know, but they don't really care as much. But you put a junior hockey player or, God forbid, a Saskatchewan Rough Rider in there, people feel like they need to know the answer. We need to know. No, dude, you don't. It's not your business. Okay, moving on. Some more hockey uh, questions have popped into my head, and I want to get to those before you leave. Point four, San Diego Padres shortstop Xander Bogarts had three hits, including a home run as the Netherlands beat Panama 3-1 in Group A game play at the World Baseball Classic in Taiwan today. Meanwhile, in Group B play in Tokyo, Australia edged South Korea 8-7, and Japan hammered China 8-1. Canada plays its opening game in the best-on-best tournament on Sunday against Great Britain in Phoenix. Our viewers, Serena, got me interested in this. North Battleford's Andrew Albers is pitching mm -hmm. for Team Canada. Uh, you mentioned Freddie Freeman the other day. That's exciting. But you've got a take or two on this World Baseball Classic. Well, uh, the thing is, there's a lot of players. There's seven players that are playing on teams that they were not born in that country. I'm not quite as irritated by that as I am during the Olympics because there's definitely laws and whatever else and rules behind that. But Freddie Freeman, for example, is a dual citizen, but basically he was raised in the United States. My belief is that you play where you were raised and what you would consider your home country. I'm a dual citizen. I've been in the US for 15 years. You wouldn't catch me dead with that jersey on. There's just no way. That's my team. There's other players that grew up in the U.S. that are playing for the Dominican because that's where their family's from or whatever. And that's fine, but it's really not my bag. If you look at the U.S. men's soccer team, it's a lot of Mexican players, but they live here now. They have citizenship. They play here. It's just kind of one of those things that sports become, and I don't necessarily love it. But it's the World Baseball Classic. Really, who cares outside of baseball fans? From our audience, John in Edmonton watching, he says, Regina Pats fans are just bitter this morning that they lost to the worst team in the league. It's Bingo. just one game, okay? And John goes on to say, Serena should get an RP show tattoo. Hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Do not put any ideas. Can we do that? Uh, from like Craig it. Smith, our director of scouting, our director of scouting, two-time Grey Cup champion, writes in Craig Smith. He said uh, he's a Winnipegger. He said, I said on the show it'll be tough for the Jets to make the playoffs. Depends on Calgary and how many wins they can get. At least last night they were shooting the puck. Flurry was outstanding. And Smitty says, thanks, Rod, to reach out yesterday when I had a visit to the hospital. Much appreciated. For sure, Smitty. But more than that, I'm glad to see that you're home. And on the mend. Uh, from Jeff, the Stampeders fan in Calgary, he says, Ryder fans have driven a lot of players out of Regina. <laughs> They've driven a lot of people out of Regina. <laughs> Ryder fans, exactly. Oh, um, no. So Alan May was on here yesterday. I, it's terrible that you didn't get a chance to meet Al here at the All-Star break, but at least you got to spend time with Rich Sutter, and that was great. But Alan took a swing at this. The Arizona Coyotes, it's 52%, I believe, of their payroll is going to players that don't play for them, right? Remember, I think they took on Pronger's contract years ago. They're taking on these contracts, you know, Shea Weber, that type of thing. And there are people saying this is an embarrassment for the NHL. Al's comment was, it would be one thing to do it, but they've been doing it for years. <laughs> it's not new. Do you think the league should step in and say, you can't do that? I don't think they can be, I think they have to be proactive on that. They can't be reactive. They can't turn around now and say, well, you guys have all these contracts. Now you're going to do something. They need to put a rule in place. Okay, the furthest you can pay a guy out is two years and that's it. It's done. Or something, something that works for them. It would have to be, you can't be reactive on something like this. Now all these things are popping into my head. I guess we did talk last week. You were on when Jonathan Quick got dealt. Yeah. But I don't think you were on when he went to Vegas and the Kings got McCrimmoned. As I like to say, a quick thought on... He went to Vegas when I walked in the house. Okay. I could hear it. And I was like, oh, there he goes, because we were talking about that. You were actually mentioning who's Columbus going to have in net for them. Who knows? Guess what? 
Don't yeah, care. It's another thing Al May said yesterday. <laughs> name five Columbus players. If you want to know what's wrong with them, name five Blue Jackets. Hold on, though. We'll wait. You could name five good Blue Jackets. They have a lot of good hockey players on that team. And the rest, scrubs. Sure, yeah. but they have good enough guys. Okay. Thanks for your time, as always. <laughs> My pleasure. Now I want to name a bunch of Blue Jackets. Randy Moeller, hey Red Deer, joins us next. Florida Panthers television color commentator. We're live on the Game Plus television network. Available all across TELUS and Channel 924 across Alberta. TELUS Channel 924, British Columbia as well. Manitoba, Bell MTS Cable, Sastel Max in Saskia. And across eastern Canada, Rogers, Kojiko, Videotron, East Link. We're Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio. 99.1 FM, the key. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. 902-518-3033, the number to reach us here in studio. Uh, wrapping up our Florida stint, heading to Calgary next week. Jamie McCown's going to be with us live at Grey Eagle on Monday. Brenton Munson from the Calgary Stampeders and uh, a few others. Can't wait for that. Let's bring in Randy Mulder, the veteran of 815 NHL games, current Florida Panthers TV color man. Moles, as you've heard, we're having a hell of a hockey talk here today. And uh, how are you today, sir, on this off day? Well, pretty good, but I'm questioning uh, you, Rod. You're leaving uh, this beautiful weather in South Florida, and you're going to Calgary where uh, you might get hit in the butt with a snowball um, when you get there. Yeah. Uh, duty calls Calgary where you were born, by the way. I just looked it up. So that Calgary, great for that reason, Moles. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's I don't want to leave. You know how much I love it here, and you do too. But the hockey's been fantastic. And the Panthers yeah. have made this remarkable turnaround in the new year. Buddy, I had you written off in December. What's changed under Paul Maurice here in the second half? Well, they're playing playoff hockey right now, and they know that they're, they're desperate. They got 17 games left. They, they go into uh, tomorrow. Um, they're going to play Chicago. And then they got Winnipeg here on, on Saturday. And then they got two more home games. So they still got four games left on this uh, season-long seven-game homestand. Um, they, you know, they're, they're playing well and they're getting healthy. And the last couple of games, they got Barkoff and Sam Bennett back in their lineup. And they, when you take away, Rod, when you take away that your two best centermen, big, strong, puck handling, physical, uh, offensive uh, uh, centermen, you take them away from your lineup, that's going to decimate any team. You you name me the team, and I'll tell you, yeah, you take away their two top centermen. So they have them back, knock on wood, they're going to stay healthy for the stretch run. It really is the first time that the Panthers have been pretty well healthy without Patrick Hornquist. They got Anthony Duclair back in lineup now. He's been in, what, four games now? He's made a difference out there with the speed. And then the common denominator for, for a lot of teams that are fighting for a playoff spot is Sergei Bobrovsky. He's got a 188 goals against average in his last six games. He's uh, got a 940 save percentage. Bobrovsky's been outstanding. He's playing like this might be his last game of the season and uh, an elimination game in the playoffs. And that's the way this team's got to play for the rest. They've got 17 games left. They pretty well, they pretty well got to go uh, 13 and four to get them to 96 points. It might be uh, a tiebreaker to get in and squeak in uh, in that last uh, wild card spot. But they're going for it. They realize the situation that they're in. It's not pretty. Is it impossible? No. Is it a big hill to climb? Yep. It might be a mountain to climb. But uh, they, they've got the, the right mindset. And, and I think Paul Maurice, their head coach, has got them in a, in a right mind uh, base as well, mind frame, as we can't have any more off games. We've got to play the best of our, our abilities. Now we got a squeaking room, a little bit of squeak, a little bit of uh, room here. Uh, we can drop four of our last seventeen, but we've got to win 13. 13, uh, uh, 13 out of four, or out of thir out of seventeen, they've got to win. So 
That's the landscape down here in South Florida. They know what they're in. They're into. They blew those uh, those early games of the season, Rob, when they totally outplayed the likes of the Arizona Coyotes, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Philadelphia Flyers, and in those games didn't get a point out of it, and they're paying the price for it now. Yeah, but at least they're playing well. And you mentioned Bob. I feel like Moles, everybody's playing like their life depends on it. I'm like, like yeah. Nick Cousins launching himself, throwing, finishing checks, and they're having fun. I see him come out and warm up. They, they, they love each other. There's a tremendous vibe around this, a good vibe around this team. That's what I really like and impressed by. Yeah, yeah they, they are. And, you know, you can rattle off uh, a lot of players like uh, uh, Lomberg, who scored a big goal last game for them. Um, Brandon Montour on defense and Gustav Forsling. These guys are playing desperate hockey, and that's what it's going to take. And you know what? You can be critical that there was a lot of games uh, earlier in the season that they should have won, that maybe they weren't playing at a desperate level, but they find themselves in this position right now. It makes it for exciting. It makes it exciting for us that are broadcasting the games because we lay it all out, what they have to do, in order to win this game, and they have to go out and execute. The one thing I will mention, I don't know if you were going to bring it up, Rod, is the Panthers, and I've said this before, the NHL has become goaltending and special teams. And the Panthers only have three power play goals in their last 15 games or so. They need to get consistent with their power play and their penalty killing. And if they can win the special teams, those uh, that statistic on a nightly basis when they play their games, they're going to win ninety five percent of their games. That's how important it is. Who's in? Who's in charge of the PP? I I think uh, all the coaching staff. And and I've said it before, and people that have seen me on podcasts and that coaches get way too much criticism when the team does does not do well and they get way too much credit when the team does well to me because i played the game for 13 years i don't downgrade coaching it's very important it's a very important uh, aspect of a of a team but it's the players that have to execute on the ice and if you're bobbling passes you're missing the point you're uh, overskating the puck. That's not coaching. That's players. It's on the players. And so I want to stress that, that, that it's the players that have to execute. And you talk about the Panthers. They have more than enough talent with the, with the yes. Reinhardts and Verhage <laughs> and Duclairs and Barkoffs. And you go down the list or whatever. They have more than enough talent. They've got to execute on the power play. You and I will have a conversation at the end of the regular season hopefully, knock on wood, going into the playoffs. I'll join your show, and we will look back how the Panthers were able to get into the playoffs, and number one reason will be their special teams. I would love to. I would love to. And I wasn't going to actually bring this up. This was my last question. We only have about two minutes, maybe three. But I came here at a great time, Moles. The barn's full most nights. The team won the President's Trophy last year. Like, everything is great. I get that. You've been here, what, 25 years, you told me? It hasn't always been this way. <laughs> 28, yeah. Hasn't always been anywhere near this way, right? You've been through the rough times. A lot of guys have been gals with this team. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I, I've got a lot of um, equity into this, uh, this hockey club because I've been here the longest. And, <laughs> and that I just want to see them um, succeed and play well and have success both on and off the ice. Off the ice, they're doing great. They had great, hosted a great all-star week down here in South Florida. Now it's time for this team. They won the President's Trophy last year. They scored a, a gazillion goals. Now they need to put it together these last 17 games. And if they do, they will qualify for the playoffs. And as you know, even though they'll face probably the Boston Bruins, anything can happen in a seven-game series. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I just hope they get a chance to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, well, let's not forget they beat the Bruins here in overtime 3-2, a record-setting night. Sam Reinhart, the winner. I was there. I loved it. Moles, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate the time here today. And, and have uh, a lot of fun this weekend with these great games. I will, Rod. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. And stay warm when you go up to the Great White North. And say hi to everybody up there for me.
I absolutely will. Randy Moeller, hey, Red Deer, joining us from the Florida Panthers television crew. When we come back, a sports update and viewer takeover. Reed Johnson next hour from the XFL Marks podcast. We're live on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Check your cable carrier for uh, listings. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and we are Atlanta's NHL show on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, Dealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, having a fantastic program today. And everybody loving uh, our guests so far. Serena Taylor uh, kicking it off, and then Randy Moeller just now. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, writes that he says, Randy Moeller played with Buffalo, did he not? That is a Texas 10-4. Yes, he did. Mostly with the Quebec Nordiques from 1981 to uh, sorry, 1989. And then with the New York Rangers from 89 to 92. And then, let's go Buffalo. Yes, Randy Moeller played for the Buffalo Sabres from 1991 to 94. And the interesting thing, he is the Pope of Chili Town around here, man. He just sat at longest serving Florida Panther 28 years with the team. In 1994-95, he played 17 games with the Florida Panthers and turned it into this wonderful broadcast career. He's the head of the alumni of the Panthers. He's, he's the man and a real nice guy out of Red Deer, and he's uh, really taken me under his wing going back, what, a year and a half ago now? Anyways, a sports update. Members of the Canadian women's soccer team take their fight for pay equity to Parliament today. Captain Christine Sinclair, Janine Becky, Sophie Schmidt, and Quinn are scheduled to appear before the House of Commons Heritage Committee this afternoon. I'm not going to say it here, but in my 10 things column on the weekend, I'll give my thoughts on this Canadian women's soccer team pay equity story there. The Players' Championship, the PGA's richest tournament, is underway at TPC Sawgrass in Florida. Canadians Taylor Pendrith, Corey Connors, Nick Taylor, Adam Svensson, Mackenzie Hughes, and Adam Hadwin are among those competing in the $25 million event. Australian Cameron Smith is the defending champion, but he is not taking part this year after joining the rival Live Golf Tour last summer. The sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. Sign up now for Landmark Extras and see what's playing at LandmarkCinemas.com. Actually, being a member does make life a lot easier. I'll tell you that for free. And in Landmark Cinema Theaters now, Scream 6 is tomorrow. Friday night, following the latest ghost face killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter. Dun, dun, dun. In Scream 6, Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, Jenna Ortega, and Courtney Cox return in their roles in the franchise alongside Jack, Champion, Henry, Zerny, and a host of others. Scream 6 in theaters March 10th. That's Friday night. Uh, the Moose will join us for the first time today in hour one uh, regarding Randy Moeller. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, says, I think I saw him at that tournament in the World Juniors in Winnipeg when they beat the Russians 7-0. What a memory. Allie in Canada says, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome in New York City. You going to New York, Allie, or uh, I missed something there. 902-518-3033 is the number to text. And uh, you can get your comments in there on the fun 
stuff we've been talking about today. Obviously, a big uh, hockey show today, but the poll question pertains to football for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center and is simply, what do you think is more likely to happen? Last minute of play in hour one. Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets. Tom Brady signing with the Dolphins. Believe me, they are talking about it. Both happening or neither happening? And the last I looked, Aaron Rodgers being traded to the New York Jets is leading the way by quite a bit. They seem to think this is going to happen. So we will talk about that. What's on YouTube? The poll? Oh, that's leading on YouTube? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk about tonight's games in the National Hockey League. Three, six, nine, eleven of them. Some very big games, including the orders at the Bruins. And I never really got Serena's take on that as the biggest orders fan in Florida. But we'll get about it with you. And uh, the Moose will be with us and Reed Johnson from the XFL Markcast. That's all coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.